This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 29, Mythical Black Snow. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 29 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Saturday... December 1st, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-Joeys. Brasia, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Just trying to weather another snowstorm in our area, but doing fine. Just the same. Snow? How are you guys doing? Snow? What? What's this mythical <laughs> snow that you're talking about? Uh, something we get in the Northeast every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, my, my friend, uh, my good friend, Rillandune, Robert, he uh, admonished, me, admonished me. I don't even know if that's... It doesn't even matter, but he was all like, <laughs> he's like, I bet you don't even own a snow shovel, do you? And it's like, um, no, I live in California. <laughs> yeah, the snow is the reason why I left the Midwest and came to California. But I gotta tell you, I still have an ice scraper in my car. I haven't used it since, but it's still there. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple mornings where you need it, but... But, um, of course, uh, that voice you just heard is our very lovely Jen. How are you tonight? I'm still breathing, which is quite the achievement right now. <laughs> I was yeah. uh, I spent a lot of time over Thanksgiving at a relative's house that has a lot of things I'm allergic to. Mm-hmm. And going over there just for Thanksgiving will take me two or three days to recover just because I'm sick. It's got nothing to do with the state of their house. Their house is probably cleaner than mine. But um, I went back two days later for a, a relative's birthday party. And um, I'm wheezing, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's a good thing that you you well a, as you said in our pre-show, uh, if if you waited until you felt good or there wasn't something wrong with you, you'd never podcast. Exactly, you know. If I wait, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sick all the time. It's just I have really severe chronic allergies. I'm probably some of the stuff I have can put me into anaphylaxis, which means I stop breathing and carry an EpiPen. I think technically this means I'm legally disabled. So. Um, most people with allergies don't have this problem. Um, so for me, you know, when you have like a chronic illness, you just kind of like go with it anyway. Like, yeah, I'm wheezing, but I'll podcast. That's fine. Yeah. Well, hopefully you never have to use that EpiPen ever. That's, that's scary. And it's going to be unpleasant Mm -hmm. too. So yeah. Yeah. But, um, our fourth musketeer, he is also under the weather, and he's not quite as much of a trooper as Jen is, so he decided that he would uh, bow out for tonight's show. And we understand. I mean, most people don't have as much practice as I do with working through being sick, so it's you're yeah. supposed to rest. You're supposed to rest and get better. 
Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I guess we can cut him some slack. But yeah, yeah Lantonio right. will not be joining us tonight. Aw. Get well soon, Lantonio. Yeah. And Jen, I hope you're feeling as close to normal as usual as soon as possible. I'm I'm hoping mm-hmm. so, too. I think it's going to take another couple days to get sort of better, and then mm-hmm. things should improve from there. All right. Well, we probably shouldn't drag out the beginning of the show because uh, we, we kind of want to keep you around for the entire show, so let's just get right into it. Uh, let's go into what we've been up to in-game. Uh, we'll, we'll start with you, Jen. Okay. Well, as you can probably guess, I didn't have a lot of time to play because... Um, Playing Diablo 3 when I'm really, really sick, I just die over and over and over. So I kind of wait till I get a little better. Um, but I did get Wurt's Bell. I was talking about that a previous show. I was trying to get that. Finally got it. So that's uh, part of the thing for Whimsy Shire, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got Wurt's Bell and Laoric Shinbone and a Black Mushroom. I, I think there's like three other pieces. but There's what? The uh, Gibbering Chatstone and the Liquid Rainbow? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. two other pieces. So I got to get those still, but I got that, so that was kind of fun. Um, I was playing around with monster power, and I was in the Cemetery of the Forsaken a lot. Um, there's there's a lot with monster Monster power was new to me, and maybe I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, ran into Digger Odell twice. That's like a rare ghost. Yeah, I've, I've run into him a lot. <laughs> I've never seen him before. I ran into him twice this time around. Um, he's not actually part of the haunted achievement I'm trying to get, and that's part of why I keep going back to the Cemetery of the Forsaken. Mm. So that was like, oh, I got him. I'm, I'm that much farther. Wait, no, he's not part of that. Damn. <laughs> you know? um, so, you know, kind of did that. And uh, Sean and I um, are as far... We took our... Uh, he's playing a barbarian and I'm playing um, a demon hunter named 37. That's the characters we play together. We're <laughs> both still at like 25. We're in normal Act 2 and we just uh, killed Zoltan Cool. Mm-hmm. That's about as far as we got with that. That's a cool story, bro. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> funny? There's that part, that scene where before, okay, you're in that area with Zoltan Cool where he's got those two giant gold, like, monsters next to him, and mm-hmm. he's he just mm-hmm. figures out, you know, he's about to figure out that the Soul Stone doesn't work for him, and he says something like, he tries to talk you into joining his side of things, and, uh, Sean's barbarian said, "You are mad cool," and I'm like, "You are mad cool, you know, <laughs> you are awesome." <laughs> and I just was laughing for like the longest time after that. <laughs> but you know, it's the little things. Um, so let's see what else. Nothing else really new. I played my wizard a little bit, got him to level six or seven, I think. Him? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He's a little wizard named Orlando because he looks like Orlando Bloom from like the pirate movies. He kind of looks like that. So. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Yar. Yeah. Finally got um, Diamond Skin. Oh yes, Diamond Skin is like the be- one of the best defensive abilities ever. Oh, it's really fun. I totally get why you like it. Yep. It's it's pretty too. It's shiny. It's sparkly. Yeah. It's yeah. sparkly. It's Diamond Skin. Yeah. So that's really about. Really about all I did this time around, um, other than testing out monster power. But I guess that's the highlights. Well, that's good. I, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. that you weren't down and out for the count for the for the past two weeks. So 
you know that it's it's always good to get a little bit of demon slain in e even if it's not much you know otherwise who knows what what could happen you you might go completely mad well you know killing demons is a good stress release so mm -hmm. I think you know anyone that has to deal with their family over the holidays that just can't stand them anymore should go play D three for a while and you'll be all better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The family that slays together stays together. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I guess that's true in Bracia's Bracia's case. So Bracia, what have you been up to in game? Pretty much the same thing as the last two months. It feels like, and it's going to stay this way until the new year with work, work. So we have too much what, of it. Uh, two more shows, and and then you should be free to uh, power through all the way to um, running Uber's runs on a daily basis, and just you know, of course, base rolling them, and then you can carry me. No, through. but I'll have a lot more time to play. Yeah, definitely <laughs> will. I don't know if I'll go that far into it yet, but um, <laughs> I did play for a few hours, and I was able to level my barbarian from twenty-four to thirty, and it was actually pretty quick. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, uh, that was it was fun. Um, and then I had, uh, with this Barbarian, I have a Legendary Helm. I forgot even where I got it from. It was, um, it was a gift from somebody who was uh, very nice. I, I think it might have been Lantonio. Um, and, uh, like, several of the items that I have have sockets in them, so they're all filled with, like, plus 30 or better oh, uh, yeah. strength gems. Mm -hmm. And so this character, even on monster level, uh, monster power 10, just absolutely crushes everything in normal. So, I mean, it, it yeah, was I not see. a problem at all. I thought it was going to be a little difficult because of so many other characters that I tried to do higher monster power but don't have as much gear. Mm -hmm. And they would struggle a little bit. The Barbarian wasn't struggling at all. Like, I'd go back to the beginning of Act 2 and it was just blowing through things but not getting a lot of experience. So I'm like, okay, well, why don't I go back to where I was, which was like the end of Act 2. And even... On Monster Power 10, killing Belial was like a one-shot deal. It was really easy. <laughs> wow. Well, you yeah. know. <sighs> Barbarians are pretty overpowered. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had fun world-winning all day long. <laughs> that, <laughs> of it's course. just amazing because it's like I'll take two or three hits, get my rage bar all the way up. Because that's, that's the only thing I can think of calling it. And then I spin around like crazy. And then it goes down like to about a quarter of the way. And then I hit two... Uh, I am um, two creatures and it bounces all the way back up, and so I mean it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then uh, so I also Tensor hung out with me a little bit today and it was fun. He just kind of came through with his um, uh, his mage it was like uh, I think Paragon level 38 at this point, and it was just funny because like I'd go to hit something he'd like electrocute it and died before I hit it. I'm like, okay, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. Good guy, I like him. Was, uh, we were having some fun talking about the game in general. Mm -hmm. So thanks for helping me out, Tensor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. What, what was it? He. Uh. He. He was finding a couple things, and he was saying, "Is this an upgrade for you?" I was like, oh, "No. Well, it sort of is, but it sort of isn't. You know." Uh, it, mm -hmm. And so, I think. I think it was he. He found a pretty good amulet, but it didn't have any crit chance. Wow. I. I can talk tonight. Crit chance on it. And mm -hmm. I was like, ah, uh, my build is, like, heavily reliant on crit, so I can't really sacrifice too much. And since I have, like, six, no, I didn't have six, I had 5% on my amulet. You know, losing 5% really hurts, so I was like, no, it's, he was like, well, it is an upgrade. I was like, well, yeah, it's a DPS upgrade, but 
it also kind of hurts my my playstyle. So, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I went to the auction house and bought an amulet that had six percent crit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've been spending quite a bit on the auction house recently. I it seems I'm I'm like dead broke right now. <laughs> it seems like every Oop. time I get up to about three million, I'm like, you know what? Let's see if I can find some cheap upgrades. And then I do and end up spending, you know, somewhere between one to two mil, and then I'm back to being broke. <laughs> but uh, take it in moderation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so you you haven't done anything else other than just your barb, no puke, no puking. No, I've stayed off the puking. Um, uh, P dog's been a bit busy too with school, so we really just haven't had a schedule that kind of got together and uh-huh. so we've kind of laid off the puke doctors at the moment i see well that's a good thing because we, we can't have too much puking around here oh no no don't want to get everybody sick yeah so you get enough people sick poor lantonio <laughs> yeah and jen <laughs> yeah well i i got my flu shot so i i'm good to go i think um although if i do catch the flu it will be really bad <laughs> but um so what i've been up to um where where shall I begin? Uh, I I talk uh, I ran into Lunar Fish, Fisher, and uh, and his um yeah I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil his email a little bit. His wife, if any of our listeners recall, he sent in an email. Uh, I think our first episode after the game went live, and she was still his girlfriend at that point. So congrats, Lunar Fisher, and and wow, awesome, and Mrs. Lunar Fisher. Although her gamer tag is a B, as in B E E, like a you know a honeybee. But anyways, um, while we were running together, uh, I got an event that I had never seen before in Act Three. Um, we were we were in the Ariat Crater, I think it was level one, and ran across an anvil of sin, and I was like, huh, I've never seen this before, and it was pretty interesting. You click it, and then you get waves of mobs, and it, it wasn't too hard, but it was pretty cool. I was like, "Oh wow, cool! There's still stuff that I haven't seen in this game," <laughs> and that's always that's always refreshing. So, um, what else? Uh, been I, I've actually seen a number of legendaries drop for me. Unfortunately, most of them have been pretty um, terrible, <laughs> and by terrible, I mean almost completely useless and/or worthless. <laughs> so, I was like, "Oh, that's it. It's." you get that rush of excitement when you when you see that orange beam of light shoot up and you're like oh my god it's a legendary sweet and then you take the 10 seconds or whatever it is to id it and then you're like oh wow that sucks but at least i've been seeing more of them so that that's always a good thing because before 105 i how many legendaries did i get like maybe four five maybe tops in about 500 hours yeah that sounds about right and Hmm. in the past two weeks i've had at least eight or ten drop maybe a little bit more so um but then again i have been playing quite a bit so (laughs) but uh i did get a legendary shoulder to drop which uh i instantly recognize as vile ward and i was like oh please be good please be good (laughs) And it had intelligence, so I was like, sweet! And it was actually pretty much an upgrade for me. It, it wasn't perfectly rolled, but it was still a really good file ward. So I was like, sweet. Now my wizard awesome. looks like almost every other class that has file ward. And 
here here's something um, that I'm gonna say really quick blizzard please make more shoulders viable because vile ward is more or less what everybody uses so please please make make something else you know because I don't like the look of vile ward but whatever so um, yeah my wizard kind of looks like everybody else now and except for when I'm except for the fact that I don a spear and if I do switch over to my melee build I also equip a shield but uh, let's see um, yeah I've been uh, as I said I've been gearing up my wizard quite a bit um, my wizards now up to about 83k DPS um, you know still far from being able to farm high MP levels but I can now do uh, monster power 2 and 3 if I want to slow things down a little bit with my lightning build which I couldn't do beforehand I would just get gibbed left and right and as such I'm now only one key away from having uh, a set of three keys well a set for three infernal machines so I'm getting I'm really close really really close I can feel the hellfire ring on my finger it's it's burning it's burning a a circle on my ring finger I suppose you could say Sounds it, painful, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, um... Yeah. Here's where the part that I say, I'm gonna need some help to get a Hellfire Ring, because, um... I, I mean, I, I can switch over to my melee build and tank pretty well in MP5, but I cannot kill, because my DPS takes a huge hit, just by, uh, switching over to the shield. So, um, hopefully when I do finally get that last ring, we'll, I'll, I'll be able to recruit, you know, three other friends who also have possibly three infernal machines and then we can uh hit mp6 up or maybe even a little bit higher and hopefully i'll get a set of organs out of it and craft my first hellfire ring but um we'll we'll cross that bridge hopefully by the time we get to our next episode <laughs> oh i'm sure there's some people out there that'll help out yeah yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm sure um tensor and uh let's see i also ran with uh mp uh M Pangle, yeah, M Pangle. That that was his name. He was a yep. recent uh, um, friend request, and he um, he has a demon hunter with a manticore with uh, two hundred percent crit gems in it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, he didn't even need me at all. <laughs> he was running Act Four just to clear it, and so I jumped in with him, and yeah, he pretty much didn't need me at all. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> wow, things are dying really fast. And at first I thought it was me and until I inspected him. I was like, oh, yeah, wasn't me at all. I'm just going to go go over into my corner over here. But <laughs> but yeah, um, other than that, I spent a little bit of time on my uh, two-handed wizard in cleared act two with absolutely no problem whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to for the past two weeks. So, Whew, you've been busy. Yeah. Oh, I my main wizard, my uh, she's up to Paragon level thirty-five and a half now. So, uh, I think I was at thirty. You're getting there. Yeah, I think I was at thirty-one last show. Now I'm at thirty-five point five. Yeah, it's really starting to slow down even more now. I really need to get the Hellfire Ring to help out. But uh, mm -hmm. but yeah. So um, before we go into our community section. Uh, let me pimp our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a 30-day free trial. With your trial, you will get one book credit, which you can use on 
any, and I stress any, since they've dropped all of their books to being one credit now. Um, so, so that means that their entire catalog of over a hundred thousand audiobooks is now, now out there for for the getting. So, if you go to bit.ly/sspbook, you can get your thirty-day Audible trial and free audiobook today. So, we have some twitters. Um, Jen, are are you are you good to go for these tweeters? I can try that. <laughs> um, we got quite a few from this time. The first one comes from Tig Jamie, um, also known as Square Score, if I'm reading that right. Is that the battle yep. tag? Yep. Okay. And he says, great show, guys. Keep up the great work. And he's got his battle tag in there. Do we have him on our list? Yep. I added him today. Added him in. Okay. So that's in there. Um, let's see. Rillandoon is next. He says, damn you, Floyd man, for giving Nevik James an excuse to play Red Red Wine. Oh, and Rillandu, now now you have to blame yourself. Exactly. Yeah, you know what's going to happen with that, right? Yeah. And the next tweet comes from Wango Tango, and uh, this was uh, asking Nevik, any idea when you guys may be doing another D3 game night? Very very soon. Um, shall shall we shoot for next weekend? Oh wait, that's not going to give people enough time. Um, yeah. Let's see. If we, we'll try for December seventh, and if that doesn't work, we'll go for December fourteenth. How's that? That'll do. That sounds good. Okay, so we'll, okay. we'll go with that. All right, and we have one more tweet from Zesty nineteen eighty six. He says, "Hey, here's the list: one, daily quests; two, wildlife crafting; three, guilds; four, guild chat; five, mailbox." Maybe I should just play WoW. Nah. And that's from Zesty. Yeah, if um, <laughs> if that seems a little uh, out of sorts, it's probably because he was responding to us um, asking what we would, uh, what our listeners would like to see in the expansion. So that's his list that he would like to see. Wow. Yeah, it really would be more WoW-like in that yeah. case. <laughs> I really don't want to see daily quests in, in Diablo. That really wouldn't fit. Now, the crafting, crafting definitely could use some, um, well, let, let's just say massive improvements. Uh, guilds would be amazing, because that would also include guild chat. And a mailbox, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, because then you could actually send stuff to somebody without them having to be on. So, I, I agree with all that, except for the uh, daily questings. I do not want to see that in Diablo. Not at all. Nuh-uh. I feel like Diablo kind of has daily quests. I mean, you know, if you like a certain area, you can just keep going back as often as you want. You know? Yeah, but that's... So, I mean, I did... it's not the same as, like, you do this one quest once and you are you can't do it for another 24 hours. But, um, I don't know. It just... I, I don't know. It's got enough stuff without that, I feel like. You know, it's got, like, weird events that pop up here and there, like the one you were talking about a little bit earlier, Nevik. Um yeah. Does it need that, you know? But yeah, the crafting needs needs to be fixed for sure. And uh, the guild chat would be nice because I'm tired of like all the gold sellers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you could just if you could mm -hmm. tune out everything but your guild chat, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But um, though one thing um, I'm I'm gonna pull us in from uh, from our new segment just really quick. Um, that patch 106 dropped. Yeah, 106. Um, which contained, <laughs> which contained <laughs> all of uh, two bug fixes, which were mainly to address duping, 
and some uh, supposedly some road work for um, chatting interface or chat interface improvements. So, uh, yay! Hopefully, uh, nice. hopefully at some point we may. See I'm hoping that we will get some kind of like guild or clan system. That would be pretty cool, and have a mm. green wall in Diablo. That would be kind of nice. But um, I, I really hope that they improve the uh, battle tag thing to include to include broadcast messages. That would just that would be amazing. I, I hope we see that very very soon. But uh, yes, thank you everyone for oh uh, for what, what I was. I interrupted myself because I thought of something <laughs> and now and then I forgot what it was but now I remember it and why am I rambling like this anyways um Zesty's Twitter tweet I should say reminded me that I ran into um a, a unique an elite yellow colored mob earlier today mm -hmm. which was uh used to be his old battle tag which was Balaam so I, I'll probably have to toss that in the show notes now so, oh. yeah, Zesty, when I saw that, I thought of you. So, there we go. That's cool. So, we got we got a, a bunch of emails, so let's go ahead and get into them. The first one comes to Smoke Mist, and I will tackle this one. He says, hey, Soulstoners, I've been in and out of game. In a, wow, I can talk tonight. I've been in <laughs> and out of the game sporadically for the past few weeks. There has been a light mist swirling around my computer since September 25th. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Um, that, More monks. That and work have conspired to keep me from Sanctuary. I have been in, in enough to experience the changes wrought by 105. It is like a new game, and the changes have been great. First priority was getting to 60 on my Barbarian. I did this just in a few hours of additional playtime. He dinged 60 just before Act 4 Hell. Judging by the way the mobs hit at the beginning of, of that act, he is going to need to spend some time farming Act 3 in order to get through it. The mobs hit like trucks loaded with buses. And in parentheses, I'm not sure what this means. Maybe he meant high half-rot? Um, and also in parentheses, I would post a link to the current Smash All the Things build I'm using, but I can't form my core... My, camp from my current locale okay wow that took me a minute to read sorry um he continues i've spent very little time on the auction house only buying a couple weapons along the way it looks like i may need to consider spending some gold there in order to gear up i would prefer not having to do that but i guess that is the way it is this is only my significant criticism of the game the need to spend gold on the auction house to get gear worth anything at the end game that what drops is so frequently worthless and that the crafting doesn't produce gear that helps you fill in your equipment gaps seems like a design flaw in need of additional correction in my first session post patch i did find three legendaries which was nice as i found exactly zero legendaries prior to the patch however the one legendary that i would have that would have been useful for my barbarian was poorly itemized and therefore taking up space in my stash. I can't bring myself to sell the first legendary I found. The other two were both headpieces being used currently by my monk and baby witch doctor. What's a witch doctor? Yay. Um, he continues, it would be fun to me 
to have crafting produce meaningful gear, at least some of the time. Currently, that doesn't seem to be the case. The only crafting that has been semi-useful has been jewel crafting, and that is because alts can use high-end gems at the lower levels. I apologize for the ramble. The show continues to be great. May all your hits be crits, and may you smash all of the things. smoke miss <laughs> slash Mac. P.S. I was hoping you would have been in part... Um, wow. I was hoping that you would have been part of the BlizzCon event at the instance and was disappointed that you weren't included then bypassed any or they bypassed any coverage of Diablo 3 saying that there wasn't much going on apparently they missed news of patch 105 sad face and <laughs> yeah I'm still kicking myself I, I really should have I really wish I had the time to reach out and um, get a hold of Scott Johnson and be a part of BlizzCon but you know, sometimes we just don't have the time to do all the things that we want to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt the same way. I brought, I don't, don't know if um, I mentioned it to Jen, but I'm pretty sure I mentioned it to you, Nevik, that I was like, I would love to have done this BlizzCon. That would have been fun, mm -hmm. especially since nobody talked about Diablo. Yeah, and there's still a lot of things going on in Diablo. Exactly. Wait, 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 People still play Diablo? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess according to the instance, not really. Yeah. <laughs> or according to, but according then to again. like eighty percent of the uh, responses on Facebook to anything that the Diablo account posts. Oh my goodness, it's so frustrating. But anyways. But it's funny how many people spend so much time talking about they don't play it or people don't play it, yet they still talk about it. Yeah, of course. So something that was done right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> people just hate love to hate and you know that's that's really sad but at, at least it's not just an american culture thing it's just a nerd culture thing it, it seems so <laughs> yeah um so uh to backtrack into his email a little bit uh i guess we'll go in reverse order i definitely well a as i've already stated crafting definitely needs an improvement because I do remember prior to Diablo 3 coming out that uh, their intention with the crafting system was to fill in some of those gaps and it kind of sounded like they would be releasing new um, plans and stuff as gear got better but that also kind of sounded like they would have tiers being introduced which we may still see I don't know I mean we're only six months in and uh, if we go by Brace yourselves, everybody. Here comes a, a WoW reference. If we go by the, um, I guess you could say the typical rating tier structure for World of Warcraft, it seems like you get a new raid tier every four to six months. So maybe we'll see a new quote-unquote tier of gear in the near future. Of course, you could say we already have that with the Hellfire Ring, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to put the time into overhauling that at all. No, I I, I, don't I think, think so. they're going to leave it the way it is, and if they do overhaul it, it's going to be with the um, expansion mm -hmm. whenever they release that. Yeah, which uh, may be coming sooner. Well, maybe not coming sooner, but we may have information on it sooner than 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 we know. Um, what is Ooh, project? So. What is Project Blackstone? Um, we don't know, but. Certainly sounds like something for Diablo. Blackstone. Hmm. Yeah, it's possible. Right. Black Soulstone. Yeah, right. it did. It did fall. But I mean, obviously they wouldn't. That that would be really interesting. Diablo three, Project Blackstone. 
that won't be the official <laughs> expansion name. No. And if it is, I will cry a little because that's just really bad. <laughs> but um, uh, as far as the whole, um, I, I guess you could call it reliance on the auction house to upgrade your character to progress. Mm. Yeah, it's it's you know it's there. It's not always a bad thing, but it's not always a great thing. Because if you relied on always finding your gear, it would take forever. And it sounds like Jen might be roboting right now. Really? Oh, yeah. Domo arigato. Very bad. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I would definitely agree that the auction house kind of, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. But, uh, you know, they, they had to put it in there. Because if they didn't, then the, you know, the black market and people buying and selling stuff, although that's still happening right now, um, I evidently, I don't remember where I saw this, but evidently something sold on a black auction house for a lot of money. And by a lot, I mean, like, like a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, Whoa. that's ridiculous. It must have been a perfectly rolled weapon because that's that's pretty much the only thing that would re that would go for that much but yeah that's nuts yeah but i just wanted to kind of bring up smoke mess is he's got a he brings up some good points because these are things that we talked about when 105 dropped a little while ago was we still it felt like the game was better to progress through but still had the same issues that it's had since release which is you know, if you want better gear, you either need to go to the auction house or you need to um, rely on somebody else who's a much higher level than you. It's just a, the gear is still so random, even with the crafting system, that you can't plug in those holes that you would like to. Um, I know in, like, not just World of Warcraft, but any MMO in general, they have a crafting system help to, to design to kind of fill in those holes, but they're more structured numbers. Well, while Diablo, even in their crafting system, is a random, you could make about 20 or 30 of the same exact item and get 20 or 30 different sets of stats, and none of them be good for you. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's just, it's part of the style of the game. It's a bit different, and it's difficult for that to make up. You know, it's like when you buy a, you know, if you're somebody who's collecting cards uh, for like a card game, like Magic or something of that sort, you're going to, you know, you buy several packs and you may get one or two really good cards that you could use or that you like to collect, but you're not guaranteed to get that. Even if you buy two or three boxes full of it, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're still going to get that card that you're looking for. Well, and that's kind of the same thing. It's just such a random chance uh, that the game has that you're not going to get that item you really want to. Like I was looking at my Barbarian, I went to wanted to craft something at level 25. And even though I'm all, all the way up to, for my crafting, up to at least level 8 or higher for both jewel crafting and um, blacksmithing, that I could not make anything. I'm like, and I said, I can't really have something. Uh, I mean, it's only a level 25 barbarian. You mean to tell me I can't make something that level that would be better than what I have, and I'm using level 15 and 16 items that just have a socket in it? You know, so it's just... It, yeah, it definitely needs an overhaul, and I'm I'm hoping that at some point they address that mm -hmm. for the crafting at least. That would be nice. 
yeah, yeah, pretty much the only crafting that I do nowadays is uh, with the gem, the jeweler, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I really hope we get some more jewels soon. Um, I, I would like to see it before the expansion just because, well, there's a couple problems right now. Uh, basically, if your helm or weapon doesn't roll with a socket, it's virtually worthless. <laughs> and yeah, and I, and then on top of that, you know, green gems are so overpowered that there's nothing else that's even close to being viable. And it's just, I, I would like to see, you know, other gem. I, I would like to see choice brought into the game with the gem system. It'd be neat if they came, brought back uh, Rune Words. I like that. I don't know about Rune Words, but it, it would be nice to have... Uh, just something to give some sort of variety in, in your choices. I mean, even if they did add a couple of extra gems, it's still, you know, you're going to be looking at it and saying, okay, I want this or this, and that's pretty much it. You know, at least with the Rune Word system, you've got maybe a possibility. I mean, if it was something similar to what Diablo 2 did, you at least had a chance to pick up different runes and actually make those runes worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah, it would be pretty cool if you could uh, have a rune word that would give you Wrath of the Berserker. <laughs> <laughs> On my frogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, I think the roboting has, has gone away. Jen, um, Is would it you like. Can you oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. You okay. sound awesome. We, we can hear awesome. a Chicago accent in its full glory. I know. I can't get rid of that when I'm sick. It just doesn't stop, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So our next, <laughs> our next email is from Commander Bird. Jen, would you okay. do the honors? I can do that. So Commander Bird says, Hello, soul potters. That's new. Commander Bird here again. I found an email from the lawsuit. Blizzard will fight this and had this statement to say... This suit is without merit and filed with patently false information. I agree with you guys and would like to get some turkey gear in Diablo 3. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he goes on to say, On Black Friday, I picked up StarCraft 2 for 20 bucks. I like how Blizzard handles your battle account and you see your friends list in all three games. Why can't other PC game companies do this? I will keep you updated with news you guys can talk about and keep up the good work in and out of game. And that's from Commander Bird. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the going in reverse thing here. Uh, other PC game companies don't have. Um, they they don't have. They don't quite have the presence online to put together something kind of like battle battle net i i guess you could say the closest would be ubisoft um uh, and yeah with their you play no that's not what it's called i forget what their what their network is called but that that's the crux of of the thing is um the the only other thing well actually take a step back steam the the whole steam system uh is it circumvents that <laughs> and uh like mm -hmm. frequently i'll see some of my my old guildies who no longer play wow um and they're playing other things via their steam accounts and i'll see them you know such and such is now playing you know uh like minecraft or <laughs> or other things so um mm -hmm. uh steam is definitely i would say well steam steam is a different beast than battlenet and i think that's what Blizzard ultimately wants to transform Battle.net into is something similar to Steam, except with, you know, just 
focused on Blizzard stuff. So, well, I mean, it's it, it's been Blizzard's um, intention all along since uh, they've got such a presence in the net to really allow people and friends to stay connected to the to Blizzard games through Blizzard games. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you know, Commander Bird wants to go and play. Starcraft. Well, then you know we can see him playing that and say, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, yep. Do you want me to join in? You know, I've got Starcraft as well. So you know, I didn't know you had that. I've been playing Diablo this whole time. Or you know, you have somebody who's playing Diablo and uh, a guildmate of theirs jumps on to WoW and says, "Hey, you know, it's time to raid. Come on over and raid. Okay, we'll do that. Or you, know, if you're doing nothing in WoW and hey, I'll come on over and let's kill Diablo a few times and see if we can get uh, you know." some more some epic, levels epic or whatever loops. it might be. Exactly. Yeah. Epic loot. Yeah. <laughs> Legendaries. And yeah, that that's the whole purpose. Blizzard wants to basically foster that that um, community that exists in all three games mm -hmm. and try to kind of cross market them in the same way. And then they know they know the best way to do that is friends playing with friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um I, I would say at this point uh, about seventy 70% of my battle tag friend list is about wow and then mm -hmm. there, there's and then there's the uh, the those of us who are more Diablo oriented and or um, are Diablo exclusive players no, um, I, I still play wow on occasion not as much as I used to but that's just because I'm so happily slaying demons in Diablo 3 <laughs> that it's just you know Diablo was my first gaming addiction. I mean, like hardcore first gaming addiction. So, of oh, yeah. of course, when when you get that taste and you start progressing and you, you just you know you got to scratch that itch, and it's like every time I'm playing WoW, I'd be like, you know what, I could be trying to get another key, or I could get a legendary drop or something like that, and I'll be like, all right, yeah, let me finish this quest, and then boom, over to Diablo. <laughs> So yeah, um, StarCraft. I I used to play StarCraft quite a bit. Um, I haven't jumped on for StarCraft two, but that's because I really suck at RTS games. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I I may yeah. I may pick up StarCraft two at some point in the future, but um, I, I definitely won't be picking up the digital deluxe edition for Heart of the Swarm. <laughs> I, those those. Um, Kerrigan wings are kind of cool, but not cool enough for me to get them. So, yeah. Yeah, you might find P Dog with those. He loves StarCraft. Yeah. Um, to the point that for his birthday he got StarCraft Risk. Oh. Wow. And tonight I got totally pwned by my six-year-old in that game. <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just. I went to move out and he killed me in like three turns. I was like, what? What did I do? <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. I'm terrible at this game. And uh, so then my wife and P-Dog had basically an epic battle for the next hour and a half, just the two of them, in that same game. <laughs> so I was like, okay, obviously this is not my kind of game. But uh, he is, uh, he's a big StarCraft II fan, and it's it's great to see that. And like I've seen Phil Barefoot jump on to StarCraft II while we're playing Diablo. So mm -hmm. you know I know people are uh, love playing different games within it. And so I'm glad that he picked it. I'm glad that Commander Bird picked it up. It's fun. It's great to watch, and and like Peter, um, is really into uh, Husky Star Starcraft as well. Mm -hmm. So we've been seeing that, and then <laughs> yeah, they've been singing songs and stuff that they see parodies of that 
um, Hotkeys been, and I'm not going to say him because they'll get those bad tunes in your head and forget about it. <laughs> It'll be all downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> and soon we'll be able to add. Uh, well, maybe not soon, but at some point in the future, it's <laughs> we'll have the uh, what is it? The Blizzard All Stars, the uh, quote unquote. Um, oh, what's what's that game? Oh, it's like the League of Legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'd be interested in seeing what that's like. Yeah. So that that will be in the future, and of course we'll prob- since that's probably going to be a free-to-play model, probably mm-hmm. see a number of people go to that. <laughs> exactly. And it'll be like, come on, come play some Diablo. No way, man. I'm I'm you know knee deep in this game. Whatever. It's like okay, whatever, sure. Yeah, as you know, I mean, each game has their kind of moment in the sun, and mm-hmm. you know, earlier in the year it was Diablo, and then yeah. Mr. Pandaria comes out, and Mr. Pandaria, and then Heart of the Swarm, and it'll be a whole bunch of people playing that, and, and then who knows, you know, and Blizzard just wants to keep rolling that truck along. Yep, so. and then whenever we get the expansion for Diablo 3, then everybody will be back in to see how it's different, yeah, or to yeah. hear the rest of the storyline, or whatever they think, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's let's keep this show going. Uh, we have an email from Chad Brazia. Would you do the honors? I most certainly will. So, the email from Chad. Hey, gang, this is Chad, hoping that you all had a great Thanksgiving break. I had two days totally open to playing Diablo. My husband had to work those two days. Not that I don't love having him around, but it was nice to be alone to play without any uh, guilty feeling. I got my puke doctor up to the 38 Paragon. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Chad. <laughs> oh, um, one public game I joined had four, count them all, four witch doctors. Oh, my goodness. And all of us had gargantuans. Oh, yes, gargantuan parties. And three used uh, zombie dogs. In addition, we all used either acid, rain, or rain of frogs. There was so much puking on the screen that so many critters running around that I couldn't tell what the heck was going on, but it was great fun. Yes! I would love to see a <laughs> screenshot of all that craziness. If you got one, oh, yeah. send it along. That sounds awesome. And I will hit <laughs> delete. It will be... Oh. It'll be send it to me. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> send it to You're Brazier. jealous. As, as Strongbad would say, deleted. <laughs> so, Chad has a question for us. You always ask for Twitter, Facebook messages, or for voicemail calls. I went to ShatteredSoulStone.com, and there were no links to any of your accounts on there except for this email. I tried searching on Twitter and got a lot of interesting finds, none of which I think were you. Uh, Could you quickly say on the podcast all of the info, the Twitter handle, the show Facebook name, if there is one, and a voicemail number so I can write that down? Thanks, Chad. Well, um, we don't have a voicemail number. Uh, the quote-unquote voicemail would be audio sent in via email. I do believe Papa Kangaroo asked us at one point if we wanted a voicemail, and we were like, what for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at least I... Who's going to call us? <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, if you want to send in... Um, an audio submission then uh you'll have to do it through you'll have to do it electronically but um our twitter handles uh i'm 
I'm just wondering if Chad, maybe, maybe he is playing the drinking game and he never gets to the end of the show. Because uh, at the end of every show, we always give all of our Twitter handles. But uh, the Facebook and Google Plus one, um, yeah, we're not really using those so much, so it's no big deal. But if um, if you guys start using them, then we'll probably start trying to make sure that there's some more parity there. Making sure that all of our show episodes get, you know, a status update on Facebook and Google+. Plus. Uh, it's just because, you know, we're busy and I, I have other things. And sometimes I'd rather play the game than, you know, hop on the Facebook. I'm, I'm just going to say, it, you know, I, I don't really like Facebook so much anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not on Facebook anymore. So um, I'm not there. I'm mm-hmm. on Google+, Plus, but I'm not on Facebook anymore. Yeah, so, um, but yeah. Uh, I'll just go through our Twitter Twitters really quick. This show is at Chattered Stone. I am at Nevik James. Brazia is at the underscore Brazia. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. And Lantonio, who isn't here tonight, is clearly at Lantonio. If you don't know how to spell those, go to our show uh, blog page, ShatteredSoulStone.com, and look on the right column and scroll down a little bit. You'll see a little section called Twitter, and that will have links to all of our Twitter accounts in case you don't know how to spell Antonio or Nevik James or whatever so yeah um but yeah if you do want to send an audio segment uh just download audacity it's free if you're using pc or if you're using a mac i'm pretty sure you have GarageBand or can download GarageBand because i think the most recent version of mac os doesn't include GarageBand. is that am i wrong in saying that jen i'm not using the most recent version so i'm not sure okay um, but yeah, you typically um, GarageBand just comes with your brand new Mac. So yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard otherwise, but I haven't been looking either. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, man, for puke doctors, that's definitely a lot of puke. I would not want to clean up after that. So I will move on to our email from <laughs> Lunar Fisher, which I um, kind of spoiled a little bit of the content of his email. Sorry, sorry, Lunar. Um, hi, Soul Stoners. It's been a while since I wrote my last email. Actually, it has been, Lunar. <laughs> In fact, it has been a while since I had large chunks of time to play Diablo. During the months when I was Welcome busy, back. your podcast was my only connection to the Diablo 3 community. Even though my barb was facing skyrocketing Inferno repair bills, you guys kept me wanting to log back in and get killed again and again. Now I have a little more time to play, and my bar my barbarian is in a better fiscal shape than the federal government. Oh man! But I'm bumped. The demon killing <laughs> business is, uh, the demon killing business in my household is back in full swing. But that is not why I wrote in. Last time I mentioned how my girlfriend and I had no idea we were both secret Diablo fans of Diablo three. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. That we were both secret Diablo fans until Diablo 3 was released. I am happy to report that we have since then got married. Hey, congratulations. That's awesome. That is so awesome. I have to confess that our common interest in Diablo was a major selling point in my marriage proposal. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) But, hey, you know, you can't churn a gift horse away, right? Wait. How does that phrase go? I'm just going to keep going. I don't know, but that just didn't sound right. 
<laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Something like that. Anyways, um, feel free to correct me on Twitter, anybody. <laughs> Here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, um, he, Lunar continues. Here is a line that guys in similar situations can borrow from me. Hey, babe, you know how studies show that married people live 5% longer? How would you like a ring that buffs your vitality in real life? Aww. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Keep, keep up the good work. I love it. Guys and Jen, yours truly, Lunar Fisher. Wow. Well, that would have worked for me. That was great. <laughs> I think it's cool. I That's have awesome. to know if he really did use that line when he proposed. Well, she plays too, you know. Mm -hmm. It's possible. I'll have to ask Mrs. Lunar next time I, I see her on in-game, whatever, whenever I drop into their game. But, um, yeah, so, wow, that was a lot of email. Thank you, everybody. I'm I'm blown away. I'm, I'm very, very happy. And in case you haven't caught on, I'm kind of drinking right now. <laughs> oh, hey, that's okay. Yeah, I'm drinking Guinness. No, Yay, no. Guinness. Yeah, no red, red wine tonight. Red, red uh, wine. And that was a pause just for the red, red wine. Red, red wine. Audio to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> so, um, with that out of the way, Jen, how are you feeling? Um, okay. I'm not going to make it too much longer, but I'm okay. All right. Well, in that case, um, let's get into the topic that I teased in episode 28. If you have been listening and haven't been playing as much as maybe you want to, or you know, you just don't have the time to clear Inferno, or say you cleared the game in normal and decided that you didn't want to play anymore because hey, the story is the same all the way through, um, you may not know what monster power is, or may not know. Uh, from first-hand experience what monster power is so we're going to talk about monster power um we, we've talked about it in previous episodes but i really want to get in depth with it this time um because it is quite possibly the most important feature added to the game um it really i don't want to say it's a game changer but it definitely affects the way that you play so in a way kind of by by token of that, it is a it is a game changer. So, the first first question I have or that I listed in our show notes is what was it designed to address? And the main thing that Monster Power was designed to address was um, people hit a certain gear level and it trivializes Inferno. You know, it's like just base roll. So, mm -hmm. what what could they do? I mean, they couldn't just make Inferno harder. Because if they did that, then nobody would be able to clear it unless you had, you know, nearly perfect gear. So what Monster Power was designed to address was to give those players who can play at higher MP levels uh, an opportunity to be rewarded for playing at that higher level. And so it, 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 allows, it allows them to compress the difficulty level for those who are just hitting Inferno or just fresh level 60s, you know, whatever. Or just, you know, just want to unwind a little bit. Don't want the stress of, you know, being killed in one shot or whatever. An ability to continue playing through the game 
once you hit Inferno and still feel like like there's reason to keep playing. So, um, would would you, would you agree with that, Brazier? I certainly do. Yeah. Uh, it, it's actually kind of allowed most of the game to be played at varying levels mm -hmm. when pre previously it was you played this way or you don't. Yeah. And yeah, and as Brazier just alluded to, you can use monster power in any difficulty level. So, let's say, you know, you you only have one character, you know, and you've gone through and you're farming stuff and you have all this great gear. But you don't, you can't really be bothered to go back and start a new new character. And you're like, I don't really want to do it because it's going to take forever and blah 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 blah. Well, now you can bump that monster power level, you know, providing that you have enough twink gear to pass down to that character, and you can you can drastically improve how the leveling speed of that character to where you could probably hit level 60 in one day with that character. If you're dedicated enough, I suppose. Depending on how many hours mm -hmm. you got to sit there and play, yeah. Yeah, because um, in with Monster Power in normal Nightmare in Hell, if you're playing Monster Power level ten, I, I'm not going to go through and list all the different Monster Power levels, but just just for people's just for the sake of argument, MP10. Um, monster health is increased by 400% in normal Nightmare in Hell. Monster damage is increased by 200%. XP is increased by 200%. And then your Magic Find and Gold Find are both increased by 100%. So there's, you know, if you can play at, a, at MP10 going through normal Nightmare in Hell, say, you know, you have been finding great gear to pass down, then it makes it far more rewarding and quicker to do so. So th that's a great thing in my opinion. So it's monster power just isn't for end game, you know, it's also for middle of the game, you know, or let's say let's say you just want to challenge, you know, and start fresh and you just you want to have the hardest challenge available to you. So you just bump it up to MP ten and and you know just play live off the land or something and see how far you can get. That that's completely viable too. Basically monster power gives us options. And that's important when you're talking about a game such as Diablo. And I also think uh, right before Monster Power appeared, or shortly before, people were complaining about, oh, the game's too hard, I keep getting killed when I go into this level, or if I go into Inferno, or if I go into Hell, I keep getting killed, and there's nothing I can do, I don't have enough gear, and I can't find it in the auction house, it's too hard. And at the same time, you had a group of players going, this is way too easy, I'm just going way right through it, it doesn't take long at all, There's this isn't a challenge for me at all. So Monster Power kind of put into the hands of each individual player how difficult you want to make the game for yourself. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that that's what it comes down to. Um, let's see. Uh, my The next question that I want to address is um, th this is a debate going on right now. Is monster power required or is it optional? And this applies more to Inferno than it does playing through the through the game. Um, Brejo, what, what, what would you say your opinion of it is? I see both sides pretty well of it, and I don't think it's required, but it almost feels that way. Like, if you are stuck at a certain point, it's required to drop it down so that you can get through that point to get to the next area. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's still optional because, you know, let's say I've been running at Monster Power 6, but today I'm feeling a bit saucy and I can probably kill things a little bit faster. 
you know, I feel like, oh, my trigger fingers are good today. Well, I pump it up to 10 and see how I do. And that's great. And at the same time, if I'm feeling a little slow today, and I can pro probably drop it down to Monster Power 2 or 0. I, I can't really speak personally at the end game mm -hmm. how that is. Um, I know it's transformed the end game part of it. Oh, yeah. Because I know people are able to actually get through Paragon levels now and actually able to get through beyond Act 1, which I knew before uh, Patch 105 was really difficult for most of the people to do. Mm -hmm. um, unless they purchase stuff. And at least now I can kind of bypass having to go through the auction house for everything right. and try to you know gather it myself. Uh, but I do notice that there is quite a bit of difference uh, even uh, between level Monster Power 10 and, say, Monster Power 7. I decided to just kind of play around with that today mm -hmm. with my Barbarian. And even though the experience wasn't a big difference in those three levels, the drops were a huge difference because when I was running at Monster Power 10, I was pretty much getting blue gear all the time. And then I got quite a few rare uh, no legendaries, I'm not that lucky. But then I went down to Monster Power 7, blowing through everything just as easily. And pretty much most everything I was getting were white rather than blues. So, I, I mean, I did get a noticeable difference there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as far as required, I, it's kind of hard. Because it, it, to me, it's like, it's only required if there's no other possible way to do this. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like that's the case uh, I but at the same time I don't think it's completely optional because if it was optional then I should still be able to kind of adjust the game difficulty and regardless of that still be able to do what I want in the game and I think that's pretty obvious that you can't because I mean like with my barbarian that's my fourth alt and he's just gotten passed down gear and makes monster power 10 look easy but while if I try to do that, my Witch Doctor, which is my first character, Monster Power 10, there's no way I'm going to do it on my own. I just don't have the gear for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the um, the, the raging debate right now, and I'm going to include a link to a thread on the Diablo fans forum about this. Uh, it, it's mainly, it started off as a thread that was uh, addressing the concern about when you're playing Inferno, when you when you use monster power, the experience bonus in Inferno is not... What, how, how should I put it? Is It doesn't scale as well so that when you're playing in the mm. higher MP levels, it's not as... It, it's not like it like it is in, in normal Nightmare in, in Hell, where it it's mm -hmm. a massive bonus to playing at the high MP levels. In Inferno, if you're XP grinding you're probably better off playing at a level where you can just breeze through. And th this is where the um, a, a couple people posted in this thread that, uh, let's see, um, I, I think it's Zaf said, um, as a compromise, Blizzard gave the rewards of slightly increased magicifying uh, gold finding experience. But if they make those rewards too good, everyone will feel like they have to run higher MP levels to make the game worth investing time in. Hence, you only get a slight increase. And and this is in regards to the XP, where if they made the XP bonus 
too worthwhile, then it will feel more required to play at the higher MP level. Otherwise, it means you know you feel like oh, I I'm like spinning my wheels, you know, playing at MP1 or MP0. When it, if I had the gear, you know, I could be getting so much more. But then conversely, uh, Emberos from this thread said, when they make those rewards too weak, then everyone will feel like they have to run lower MP levels to make the game worth investing time in. And that's kind of where we are today, where it's, well, quote unquote, where we are today, where a lot of people feel like Act 3 running with no monster power, so that'd be MP0, is the most efficient XP grind right now, if you do the Alkaiser run. Um, which uh, I, I guess I'm going to have to dig up, <laughs> dig up the route that Alkaiser used and include that in our show notes just, just for reference sake. But then um, this one guy, I, I believe he plays a monk, chimed in. And this guy by the name of Talus, um, I, there's no way that I'm going to read all of this because it, there's a lot in here. <laughs> but he basically said that um, when you have the gear it doesn't make sense to run the lower MP levels. Because if you have the gear to one shot or, you know, two shot maybe, everything in your path, and let, let's say let's say you're running at 200k DPS, then you could probably bump it up to MP4 and still kill everything in your path without stopping. So at that point, it wouldn't make sense at all to play at MP0. You know, you, you would be better served to play at MP4 because... You know, it's not affecting your your efficiency, quote unquote, and that that's what monster power is all about. Is you know tuning that efficiency to where you want it. Do you want a one shot and you know not stop? Then play at MP zero if if your gear isn't quite there to play at a higher MP level. Um, the only the only thing and I, the only thing that is where monster power feels like a requirement to play at a higher level is when you're doing organ runs not necessarily key runs but definitely organ runs and what what i mean by that is when you're playing when, when you're doing an ubers run when you when you farmed all three keys from acts one through three and you create your infernal machine and ideally as lantonio told us in a, in previous episodes you're you're best served to get three infernal machines that way in one game you're guaranteed to get a portal to each realm that way you're not getting you know a portal to the same realm twice you know or whatever therefore quote unquote wasting your infernal machine so you know if you can run a higher mp level to get the keys then that saves you time right but when it comes to organs you know you definitely want to play at a higher MP level because if you do an Uber's run and you kill the Uber the Uber bosses and an organ doesn't drop, then you feel like you just wasted all that time for nothing. Because even though they're going to drop rares and whatever, you know, what you're really there for is the organ piece so that you can then go craft a Hellfire Ring and then hope and pray that you get a good roll on that Hellfire Ring. So that that's the only point where I feel like playing at a high MP level is required. If you can play at MP10, such as that throwing barb that I mentioned in our previous episode, oh man, I wish I had the gear to do that. <laughs> that would be amazing. But uh, then then you know, then then it'd be like then you're guaranteed a key. You know, you you run across the key warden, you're like, yep, he's gonna drop a key because I'm playing at MP10. 
So it's a 100% chance to drop as long as you have 5 envy. Nephilim Valor should always mention that. Just in case anybody doesn't realize. You know what? Brazia, Jen, I just realized that I skipped over the most important part of that aspect. And that is, uh, if you are doing key runs and or organ runs, you have to have five stacks of Nephilim Valor in order for the chance for the key to drop. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Talus basically, in, in, in his thread, kind of debunked all these myths. And he basically said that, you know, his sweet spot for farming is where he hits that point where he's still one-shotting everything. And therefore, he doesn't have to stop. That way, he's at peak efficiency. You know, that that's what that's what item farmers are after. You know, you want to find your most efficient route and do it in the most efficient amount of time. And that will yield the most amount of, quote-unquote, legendaries and or, or, you know, really good rares. Um, I, I'm sure at a certain point, people stop caring about picking up yellows. I'm not at that point yet, but um, getting somewhat closer... <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So, Brisha, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to this? Yeah, I'm going through the myths that Talos is bringing up and dispelling them and explaining them. He really puts in a very tight package, kind of what I was struggling with earlier, trying to explain how I could see the optional and the required use of it. But he puts it in, in a very um, excellent, distinct way, and it you are looking at monster power allowing your, the game to transform itself according to how you are established as a character. Uh, before 105, everybody was complaining about either not having the right gear or not having enough DPS or not being able to get this or get that. Well, monster power level allows you to take your current character, adjust the game, to the gear that you have so that when you start to acquire some of that gear that's better for different situations whether it's a, you know you're getting more crit for say your wizard build um, or you're getting you know more stamina or you're getting more resist gear then okay now I'm able to live longer um, you know Talus puts it specifically that like endgame gearing for your character is not just high DPS but also creating it nearly indestructible mm -hmm. and by the combination of that you can then adjust the game to play a certain way that as you mentioned is most efficient for that character because you know we might have two wizards but they have two different builds or two different witch doctors and they play very differently based upon either the type of damage that you want them to do the type of um resistance and physical damage that they can take in the game and then you might like the, the same two level same paragon level even just because of the, the build and the gear you have might be more efficient for you to run it at um, monster level five and for me to run it at monster level three and you know there there is that difference in reward uh, and experience but it's also you know if i'm struggling at monster level five with my build and you're struggling you know, at monster level, you know, you're not struggling at monster level five, then it's going to be efficient for you, but not for me. Right. But, but at the same time, I could probably run just as much, maybe a little bit slower, but, or, you know, maybe about the same speed, but dropping it down two levels to monster level three. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I may not get the same same gear drop, but at least you know getting the paragon levels and getting the gold would probably be just you know if it takes an hour for us to both run it, I probably could run about the same amount of game at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if um, I, I'm going to include a link to the uh, blog post that highlights the actual numbers, all the numbers involved with monster power level, but just so that in case you don't have time or whatever, you know. Um, Inferno, if you... I'm just going to go through MP1, MP5, and MP10. So, Inferno, at MP1, all monster health is increased by 150%. Damage is increased by 114%. Your XP is increased by 10%. Magic Fine and Gold Fine by 25%. And then your bonus item, that, that would be uh, a bonus chance for an extra item to drop. It doesn't mean a you know, an extra rare or whatever, just a bonus item is 1%. So then at MP5, and it's not quite, um, it, you'll have to look at this chart in order to understand. There's not, it, it's not like a logical progression in terms of the percentages, but at MP5, monster health is increased by 639%. Damage is increased by 193%, XP by 60%, Magic Find and Gold Find by 125%, and Bonus Item by 36%. Then you go to MP10, and this is where it gets really crazy. Monster Health is increased by 3,439%, Monster Damage is increased by 371%, XP by 160%, Magic Find and Gold Find are increased by 250%, and keep in mind, people, that's on top of the cap. So you can actually have 550% magic find at that point. Uh, and bonus item is a 100% chance for a bonus item to drop. So yeah, if if you can farm at MP10, then then you pretty much have perfectly rolled gear. Pretty much. Because... Uh, exactly. Yeah, because Talus, like his last paragraph was... I don't think MP10 or MP8 through 10 will hit the sweet spot in the efficiency curve for me, but that's okay because when I look at Diablo Progress and see the top in the world characters at 480 to 500k plus unbuffed DPS, I imagine that in a group of four with that type of gear, the last couple of M monster powers will be pretty darn fast. And there has to be something to strive for, right? And I, I think that last sentence is, it's important. You know, if there's nothing for you to strive for, then you're going to, then why play? You know, that that's, mm -hmm. that's why I'm still playing because, you know, there's still better gear for me to get. So I'm still playing. And if you had the best in gear, or let's say you bought the best gear through the real money auction house, then you're probably, you know, less inclined to play right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Jen, did how how did that work for you? Did, did that all that fly over your head, or was it actually applicable? Or uh, the numbers, I'm not gonna get, but I think I'm getting the main idea. Otherwise, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I just started messing around with Monster Power this week. I only had a little bit of time to play with it, and you know, as I said before, my highest level character is like 35, and she's in Nightmare, so. I don't know about Endgame at all with this, but as someone new to it, I'm thinking there's got to be people listening that you know haven't messed with Monster Power or are coming back to the game after a while and haven't just haven't gotten there yet. 
Um, there's a couple things to know if you've never ever played with it before. First, you have to you can't just change it while you're in the game. You can't right. like say, "Ooh, I'm going to go fight Belial. I want to change the monster power." I mean, you can't do that. You have to like exit the game, set it, and then go in. And you can, you know, as you can do it otherwise, you can pick what quest you're kind of aiming towards depending on where you want to be. Um, but if once you're in the game, you know, whatever you set it at, that's that's it until you leave the game. The other thing that Sean and I learned is if you are doing a group game, like a co-op game, um, only one person is going to be able to set the monster power. And if you're not sure, for whatever reason, which one of you it is, you'll be spending some time going, wait, why can't I click on that? Because <laughs> that's what we did. <laughs> We're kind of like, what do you mean it's, click on this? I don't see it. Um, so whoever like started the game, whoever's game you're in, is going to get to choose the monster power for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just so you know, that'll be how it is. Now, when we play, we're in the same room. We can just, you know, say, hey, let's try this level. And okay. But if you're playing with someone who you don't have much ability to communicate with, um, that might be a surprise for you <laughs> as you go in. Right. Um, you know, depending on that. Um, I think with the lower level characters, like what I did is I just took my characters into Act 1, um, in the Cemetery of the Forsaken because I wanted to get a comparison of what monster power can be like in an area I'm super familiar with because that's my favorite part of the game and I've been like trying to farm the ghost for that haunted thing you know the achievement mm -hmm. so we kept going mm -hmm. back there um, with our uh, our level 25 characters um, we just put it up to monster power 1 and really wasn't any different at all and then I think we put it up to 10 in that area and it's like the skeletons take two hits now <laughs> you know mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it didn't do much other than that in a co-op game at least for that level um, so then I took my barbarian who is in nightmare and went to the same place and just put it up to level one and I was getting like packs of blue monsters I was getting a couple of gold monsters I had a couple of rares drop um, I had like a flawless emerald drop. I've never seen one drop ever the entire time I've played. And that was just monster power one, but in nightmare. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking the difference mm -hmm. is, um, you know, which level, like, you know, if you're in uh, normal, I don't know that monster power is that efficient because I tried it um, <laughs> with, you know, Sean and I were in normal and I took my, you know, tiny little wizard and did monster power one in that and I didn't see much difference there. I expected he'd get slaughtered because he doesn't have a whole lot of gear yet and you know I don't really know what I'm doing with the wizard and nope he was doing okay um, but I don't know that any more <laughs> gear dropped or anything like that and I don't feel like he leveled any quicker than he might have without monster power one. Now if I kicked up higher that might have been a difference mm -hmm. but you know I kind of feel like you know with what you guys are saying if you're in higher levels and you can't get past this part because you just keep getting killed and you don't have the gear yet it sounds like you know messing around with the monster power is a good idea to try um, if you're farming something and you just want this one thing and you're gonna keep going and going it sounds like you know you want that to take as you know less time as possible with the most efficiency so that makes sense but if you're if you're playing like I do like me and Sean do we're just we're just killing stuff we're having fun it's more about playing the game together than about what we're getting, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. then monster power is truly optional. It's just, let's see what we can do or let's not do it or, or whatever. Um, if your goal is simply to get to the end game and you're not concerned about how long it takes and you're not like, you know, you're not comparing your progress with anyone else's. It's just your own personal track. You know, <laughs> um, you probably don't have to use monster power 
but it does make some things more fun. Right. That's kind of my take on it as like someone brand new to this. Yeah, and I sh I probably should have mentioned this at the very beginning. Um, if you don't know what monster power level is and you want to know how to set it, uh, I, I know we've mentioned this in the in a previous episode, but uh, you actually have to go into your game menu, click on the mm -hmm. options button, then on the gameplay tab, and you'll see enable monster power selection right underneath the elect mode, which hopefully everybody's using now. But um, that that's that's where you'll finally be able to set your monster power level. You know, back to basics, right, Chen? And, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, then, um, that's where you get it, but you can't pick what level you want from that screen. Right. You and just then, enable it from there. Yeah, and then where you want to change it is you, you can't be in a game, as Jen already said. Uh, you would click on Change Quest, and then you'll have two drop-down menus. Drop-down menus? Wow. You'll have your select yeah. difficulty level, and then your monster power level drop-down menu. That way you can, you know... Say you want to go back to Hell, you can select Hell and then bump it up to MP10. Or if you're doing Inferno, uh, and you know, say say you didn't have the gear like I didn't for a while, then you just want to do Act Three runs. You know, drop drop your monster power level down to zero, which means no monster power level, and then you can just kind of, well, I wouldn't say face roll, but you'll definitely have an easier time than you would have prior to 105. So, yeah. There we go. That, yeah, but I all that, that information about how to mm -hmm. get it to how to start it. I mean, I don't know how long me and Sean sat here going, well, where is it? How come I don't see it? Oh, we're in a game. Okay, let's go out of the game. Right. Oh, good, we enabled it. How come it's not showing monster power? Oh, wait, you got to go to the other thing and then select it from the quest thing. And just, it's not intuitive at all. Yeah, it's not. At all. Not I mean, so I kind of figured there'd be like a button, you know, monster power, click, and then you can just like set it, but it's not. It's, you really have to dig around for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite as, uh, well, I, I wouldn't say doing slash players, you know, a number as it was in Diablo 2. I, I wouldn't say that was more intuitive, but at least you could adjust it on the fly in the game in Diablo 2. But um, the other things, the other thing to keep in mind, is that if you do create a game with any monster power level, you cannot then open that game up to the public. So that means all public games are at MP0. So I would say probably at this point, unless you just hit 60 and you don't have any gear at all, you'd probably, I, I would say, chances are, most people would be doing uh, the quote-unquote Alkaiser run in Act 3, or just maybe full Act 3 players. Because if you don't have the gear, then MP0 Act 3 is easily by far the most efficient route that you can take in grinding experience for Paragon levels. So, so yeah. I, I think that pretty much covers everything, wouldn't you say, Brasia? I agree. I think we've covered quite a lot today. Yeah. If... If any of our listeners have another take on it, um, I did include a little question, like ideas on how or if it can be improved. But I, the only thing that I could, where I would say that it could be improved, would require a slight Battle.net overhaul in which uh, you'd be able to, you know, look for games that are at a certain MP level. But that would just, you know, that that would divide the the potential games for everybody up even more but whatever 
So, yeah, that, that's pretty much the only improvement that I could see is opening up Monster Power Level games to the public. But you would have to... It would require an interface overhaul in order for that to happen. So, that that's my only improvement that I can think of. I want a button that says Monster Power right when you're, you're looking at the character screen. <laughs> there mm. it is! Just <laughs> click it! I know that's never going to happen, but that would have made my life a lot easier this week. Yeah, that's that is true. So, um, yeah, okay, let's move into a little bit of blue, blue news, blue news, blues clues. Um, <laughs> we are looking for blues news. Uh, so, yeah, um, <laughs> as I already mentioned, 106 went live, and yay for almost nothing. And uh, minor Battle.net functionality testing will start start soon. I'd, we don't know what exactly that means, so... Hopefully we'll know in the next coming weeks. Um, 107 news will be soon. And by soon, I mean um, Jay Wilson on Twitter recently posted that uh, there will be a PvP blog posted soon. And I was hoping that it would be by Friday that we would have something else to talk about. Not not that I didn't want the show to be, you know, two and a half hours long. But, you know, I, I just I want to know what's going on with the PvP thing. And, uh maybe we'll see it in 107 maybe it won't be 1-1 but I, I guess we'll, we won't know until it happens but um yeah so yeah there will be a 107 isn't that great yay <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh yeah I posted a, um, on my own personal blog I posted something about uh, where's the PvP, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I alluded to the fact that I was pretty certain that Blizzard would go with PvP gear, and Jay Wilson says, nah, we're not going to do that, and I was like, oh, okay, well, then PvP is going to be completely broken when it comes out, you know, just saying, because, uh, yeah, crit damage and crit chance, yeah, completely broken skills when it's going to come to PvP, I don't, I, I, I haven't the foggiest clue on how they're going to balance pvp I, at this point i don't think it's even possible even if they yeah even if they introduced pvp gear i really don't think it's going to be possible so I don't, I don't know i guess we'll see i mean it's the current state of the game i don't think it's going to be possible to do it they're going to have to do something and i am sounds like from jay wilson it's not going to be in gear yeah um i could see them doing something like a cap on certain stats and you know, you might have whatever gear you usually have, but you're capped at certain amount just to kind of almost even out the playing field, but still that won't completely yeah. even it out. I really don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see that PvP, PvP blog. Sorry, the Guinness talking, not the red, red wine. Red, red wine. Pregnant pause. Ah. Uh. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that the Heroes Rise Darkness Falls ebook is now available, and it did include a couple extra short stories in it. So you can go check that out if you have a, you know, an ebook reader or an iPad or what have you. You know, go check it out um, if you haven't already read all those short stories. Well, there's still two extra in there, so you haven't read the two, the two new ones that are part of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jen included some links to what to get the Diablo fan, or what to get for that Diablo fan in your life. Because, you know, Christmas is coming up, and maybe you have a loot deviant friend who might be completely enamored with Diablo. And what, what should you get for them? 
well we'll include some links on some stuff that might give you some ideas so so that way you can get them the perfect gift for christmas so exactly yep yeah and jinx is having sale on those shirts right now oh man i already bought <laughs> i already bought a couple shirts from him but hey it was a birthday present so can't complain so um there you go. yep I also put in, um, there's a little, like, a poll going on right now over on Battle.net. Let's see if I can find it. It's asking, um, which Act 1 environment is your favorite? Um. And so you can go and pick, and it just, you just click a button. you got to log into Battle.net, of course. But uh, you click um, whichever one you think is your favorite out of all the environments in Act 1, and then it'll show you the results. Um... And you can see what most people think is their favorite section. And it's going to end on December 5th. So you have to do it by then. I'm presuming they're going to do more. It says they're going to do four polls, one for each act. So this mm -hmm. week is act one. And, and do, you know, the rest domo arigato. Aww. Yeah, so with that, I shall close out the show. Because uh, if you're listening to this a couple days after it releases, you will probably only... Well, you either miss the deadline or you only have a day or two to um, participate in that poll. So I will go ahead and close out our show. So you have been listening to episode 29 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. If you want to join us in game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners Battle Tags page. There you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your uh, wow. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. We love social media. Well, maybe not. Um, evenly. Uh, come join us on Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the Brasia. Or, wow, at the underscore Brasia. Wow, I almost sent people to the wrong Twitter account. But anyways, and our fourth musketeer hmm? is at Lantanio. And if you can't spell those, you know, go to our show blog. You'll find, you'll find links to them there. We would love to to extend a huge thank you to Dawnforge Productions and Medros for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, we will keep farming those keys, and I will hopefully have a Hellfire Ring by our next episode. I hope. I hope. Monster power snow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Why, hello there, Sean. How are you? This has been a presentation of Dawn Forge, copyright 2012. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com. <laughs>